0: entrepreneur on fire episode 353 prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs be courageous take action ignite did you know that 99designs is the number one marketplace for crowdsourced graphic design More than 100,000 design projects have passed through their doors. Visit 99designs.com slash fire today and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Want to add something to your to-do list that's easy and automatic? Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE. You'll get two months free if you decide to buy. Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Scott Martino. Scott, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Heck yeah, man. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> All right. Since founding Infusionsoft in 2004 with his brother Eric, Scott has been on a mission to revolutionize the way small businesses grow. Scott has been instrumental in fostering an award-winning culture at Infusionsoft, which has been named a best place to work for seven years running. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Scott, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you a little better, and then give us an overview of your business.
1: All right, great. Well, my name is Scott Martineau, as you mentioned, and at home, I'm a family man. I've, I've got six kids, so really, I've got a couple different jobs. I've got the day job where we're out helping small businesses succeed. And then my night job is trying to, uh, make sure we don't mess up these kids and, you know, create some, create some good kids that are going to be helpful to society. <laughs> and, uh, we love music. Our whole family is pretty musically oriented. I've got my four oldest kids right now are pretty intense into piano and they're banging away on the piano for a couple hours a day, practicing hard. And, uh, I enjoy music too. I like sports and, uh, So that's me on the personal side. And about 12 years ago, my brother and I and my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, we started a company Um, to be completely honest. We didn't really have a clue what we were doing. We just wanted to do our own thing. You know, we were tired of the idea that we would have to go work for someone else. And so we started a company. We were doing custom software development when we started, which is a really painful business to be in. And, Man it was just it was an awesome and very painful and difficult journey, which I'm sure we'll talk more about today sure um, but but today we have a, a company that is the most committed company to helping small businesses businesses succeed that exists today and uh, it's a software company, but actually we do a lot more than that, but' it's, we're all focused on helping small businesses figure out sales and marketing. We, we help them to make it rain and uh, it's just an awesome. An awesome space to be in. and I want to thank you, John, too, for your work helping entrepreneurs. I think that this, you know, there's something special about entrepreneurs who are willing to go out and take a risk. And I appreciate everybody who's involved in that mission of helping them out. So thank you.
0: Well, Scott, I truly do appreciate your appreciation. And I'm not just saying that I'm an infusion soft fan from the outside, because it is helping Entrepreneur on Fire currently make it rain. I mean, it's an incredible way to integrate your business from step A to step Z all along the way in every single form. And, you know, for me, that integration was made pretty seamlessly and has just improved every facet of my business. So I do just want to commend you for what you've created over in Soft. I love the team that you have in place. I literally have friends over there now because that's the kind of environment that you fostered. And we are going to dive way more into that. But before we do, Scott, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because we get that motivational ball rolling and it doesn't stop. So take it away.
1: In my email signature for a while, I've had a quote that I first heard from Larry Page. He said, have a healthy disregard for the impossible. And I love that. I read that. I think I read that in their book a while ago. I'm not sure where he picked that up, but I just think that entrepreneurs, especially, need to be able to wake up and look at the world and see a whole bunch of obstacles and say, you know what, screw that. I'm going to go, we're going to go blow down, you know, blow down those walls that are in front of us and make some awesome stuff happen. And, you know, I think my dad uh, probably is the one who gave me this, but I have kind of this idealistic nature. And sometimes people look at it and say, I'm a little bit naive. And I think I probably am in a lot of ways, but. Man, if we could just have a little bit more belief in the in in being able to conquer the impossible, I think that's that's awesome.
0: Well, a great takeaway from this too is that every entrepreneur is going to face this on some level at some point in their journey. I mean, for me, it was people that I respected. My mentor said, "John, a 7 day a week podcast is not possible. Don't even try." And you face that time and time again while building Infusionsoft and you continue to be naive as I was naive as well. I knew that it could happen because I had that quote-unquote healthy disregard for the impossible. So I love that quote. I love how you apply it, Scott. And I really want to dive into your journey right now because Entrepreneur on Fire, Scott, is about the journey of our spotlighted guest. That's you today. And you've already mentioned multiple times that you did face challenges and obstacles. And I want you to tell us a story of one of those. Really take us there with you. Let's be there when you failed and give us the lessons that you learned from that moment in time.
1: So, I'm going back to some of the early days of our company. It didn't look anything like it looks today. We had just left our um, a spare bedroom in my house. My wife finally kicked us out and said, "Go <laughs> go find some other place." you know She got tired of barricading the door to keep my oldest son out and uh so we found this little hole in the wall, kind of a throwaway space, um, kind of a remnant space of uh, <laughs> it was uh, tucked back in this corner by a used mattress retailer. And this cranky physical therapist guy, and we just were going at it, you know, loving the fact that this was our own company. But man, John, we weren't doing squat. Like <laughs> I remember, I remember two different times we had four to five month stints where there was literally no income coming to the business at all, and we're, you know, we had um, a lot of pressure. And one day, my wife came to me and she's like, "Sweetie, you have got to stop going to Seven Eleven. You're killing us." And this is back when the seven, you know, the thirst buster. I guess that would be circle. Okay, anyway, thirst buster was like you know sixty nine cents, and the 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 twice a week stop I was making. That, that gives you an idea of how tight the budget was. And I remember that feeling of crap. Should we move from our? home? We had just bought our first home, and it was dirt cheap, but we weren't quite sure if we could make the payments. And you know, I just remember in that moment how. That really became kind of the foundation of our company because it helped us to really create this empathy and passion for helping out people who are trying to start a company. There's already so much pressure stacked against them. And, you know, it kind of created this desire and probably the biggest, you know, the the specific story that sticks out was one time when we started to do our sales and marketing. We're just a dumb little software company, you know, Um, and we decided, all right, we're going to do direct mail. And so we, we went out and we found this list of all the, all the businesses in a certain zip code and we had 5,000 names. We designed this postcard, sent the thing out and then we were ready for the rain, man. It was going (laughs) to, we were sure it was going to happen. Open up the clouds. Let's go. Not one call. We didn't get a, there was nothing. So, and you know, I look back now and it just makes me sick to think of all the mistakes that we made. But, um, you know, that was kind of like the the I think that happens more than we realize that people have this passion and desire, but they go out to do it. And, you know, as as entrepreneurs, we don't really have a college degree we've got to go get, you know, we don't have and, you know, we might have a technical skill and we were programmers and we'd figure that out. But, man, you know, this whole idea of marketing and sales and Hiring employees and building a culture and managing finances. These are all things that just, they were a burden to us and we couldn't figure it out. So, um, but man, that's just, that's the essence of, there are things that entrepreneurs will learn because of that pressure and that mantle of a business that you can't learn anywhere else. You know, you can't learn it if you just go get a nine to five somewhere. Um, It's really a beautiful thing when that weight is on your shoulders and you, you start to, you start to really understand what you're made of.
0: Well, Scott, it's so inspirational to hear you talk about these failures, because for me, looking at Infusionsoft now, I mean, it is an incredibly polished sales force that's just out there. They're nice. They know exactly what they have going on, and the marketing is incredible at every level, and yet here you are telling us when you started the company, you were clueless about that, and that needs to be inspiring to entrepreneurs to say, you know what? You don't need to be amazing at every facet of every part of every business. You just need to have a passion work at it, and know that you can improve, you can bring people on that have those skill sets where you're lacking, and move forward. And what I would love for you to do, Scott, is to really boil down for Fire Nation one clear lesson that you learned, one takeaway from that whole experience.
1: There's the lesson we learned from the pain, and I I think that lesson um, is probably a little bit different than a specific uh, marketing lesson. I don't think we really want to get into the marketing specifics today. I'll use this time to kind of explain something that I'm guessing most of your listeners are dealing with. If you're listening to this and you've started a company, you will, statistically speaking, you are going to be horrible at following up with the leads and the prospects that you have. And that was something that we, we didn't, it's interesting because we were building software for people and we found these, we found this little group of marketers who were teaching other small businesses how to market. And so they started to we, they started to have us build things in the software that would allow them to follow up better and differently. And I remember this one time when we're like, hey, we should start doing this ourselves. It was like this flash of lightning, you know, and uh, they they had taught us some formulas for following up, you know, and and some strategies for it. here's how you go out and you attract a lead and you you do things in a certain way so that that lead will opt in. And then you have follow-up that you can send out to those people with a certain formula. And when we did, I remember the very first time we actually did that, Clay walked into the room and he's like, he, he looked like a ghost. He was like, I cannot believe what just happened. I just had this guy call me up and he said, Clay, thank you so much for following up with me so many times. And I, you know, I'm just, I'm ready to do business. Let's, let's talk about what we can do. And he's like, guys, I don't even know who this guy is. I never called him before, but he had become a recipient of some of the follow-up. And what we learned there, you know, it's so funny. Our, our natural tendency when we did our postcard campaign was to go out there and we find money to like make it rain at the top of the funnel. We wanted to drive all these brand new leads, but we had major gaps and holes. We weren't following up with the leads that we had in an efficient way. And so we started to do that. We we recognized that there's this field that is ripe with opportunity, but we were looking at only the people who said, I'm ready today. Those were our, you know, if you think about this like a field of strawberries, those are those ripe strawberries were the ones who were saying, yeah, we're ready to do business today. Let's do it. Well, that's like, you know, 10 percent or less. And what we didn't realize was that there were 90, 90% of that field was still kind of undetermined. And sure, there's a group of people that will never become good prospects for us, would never become customers. But there's also a whole bunch of people who could be ready today if we did the right thing and we followed up in the right way. And there's another whole group of people who eventually will become ready. Even though they're not ready today, there are some things that we could do and down the road they would become ready. So I would say that was probably the biggest lesson is that we realized that fixing our follow-up. We, in fact, we kind of coined the phrase follow-up failure. And we, we finally started to fix follow-up failure in our business. And we just saw amazing things happen. And so that, that's also kind of part of the fuel for what we're all about today.
0: So Scott, part of the entrepreneurial journey are those challenges, those obstacles and failures that we're talking about right now. And you also just shared a little mini aha moment that you had and how you instituted it into your business. And that's the next direction that we're going to take with this interview. I want to move to another part of your journey when you really had a light bulb go off at some point and you said, wow, this is something that resonates with me. This is going to resonate with my target market, who I'm looking to really relate with. Tell us that story, Scott, and what steps did you and your company take to make that a success?
1: It's sad for me sometimes when I see people start a company and they start to just follow what everybody else does. I think we kind of do this naturally as humans. We look around and we see what everybody else is doing and we figure, man, we should probably just do that. So for me, I think one of the biggest ah ahas for me has been over the last 12 years, we've worked with thousands and thousands of small business owners, is realizing I need to make this thing mine. I need to make this company that I start unique and different, and that's the great advantage that we have against big, massive corporations. Is we can be nimble, we can be unique, and you know, I, I'm really excited about some things that I've seen lately with business owners, just really taking a unique approach. Um, but that's probably the biggest thing. And it, you know, this there's a lot of aspects where we can think about this. This you can. You can apply this thinking when it comes to what types of products you create. You know, why have a, why have a product or service that looks exactly like everything else out there? I mean, that's, that's the best way to become a commodity is just to do what everybody else is doing. Let's think outside of the box. We can think about this when it comes to the, the approach we take with employees. You know, I get frustrated when I see business owners who look at employees as a necessary evil and not for the amazing opportunity that they are to take something that you've perfected and to multiply it, you know? And so we can think outside of the box there. I think when it comes to building culture, we can, you know, every single entrepreneur or business owner should be thinking about what kind of culture do I want to create in my company? This is my company and I can choose to create any type of, culture. you know, do I want it to be this culture that is built up to, you know, where everything is exists to support me and I'm this kind of egotistical You know, I I lay down the hammer and every, or do I want to create this really cool environment where people can come and learn and grow and develop and contribute and own kind of like me, you know, own, I'm the owner, but they're an owner. And so, you know, I just think, I think that's probably one of the biggest things I would recommend to people is realize and embrace the fact that you can, entrepreneurship is about uniqueness and bringing unique value to the marketplace.
0: Well, I can tell you that it does not shock me that Infusionsoft has been named the best place to work for seven years running because when I was looking to make the investment and bring my business to the next level, obviously Infusionsoft has a couple of competitors. And so I was testing the market out. And after talking to people at these different companies, Infusionsoft included, it was just so obvious to me what culture resonated with me. And it was Infusionsoft because the people who I was talking to, I was... It was a different kind of conversation. You know, it was a friendly conversation. They were happy and they were looking to provide value to me. And it wasn't just this cold, hard sale. It was really an experience that I enjoyed and it put a good taste in my mouth from the very beginning. And that has just been maintained throughout my entire experience with an ad Infusion Sauce. So I definitely commend you for creating that culture, Scott, and then sticking with that. And it's really resonating through your entire company. And what I would kind of like to do now is start to bring this forward a little bit bit in the journey, because you have really done a lot of cool things in the last couple of years with Infusionsoft, but share with Fire Nation one or two things that are just really exciting you right now.
1: A little more context about our business. We have about 15,000 today as the time that we're talking about 15,000 small businesses that use our software. And you know, I'm sure you've heard of the concept of the 10,000 hours, you know, this, this idea that we become masters in certain areas. What's interesting is we have the awesome opportunity to, we get about 10,000 hours on the phone with small businesses as a company about every three months, I think when I did the calculation and that provides us with this really interesting perspective about what works and what doesn't. And so probably the most exciting thing for me right now is we have been able to start to develop these campaign templates, these formulas that we've seen work in all sorts of industries across the world, or, you know, in all sorts of industries and all across the world that, uh, basically kind of outline the things you can do in your business to have more effective sales and marketing. And so we have, um, kind of an initial set of these campaigns that we've published out to our, our users and, uh, it just really is exciting because it means that the business owners don't have to necessarily become marketing experts in order to get the value from really great marketing strategies. A lot of people, you know, they they want to be able to kind of do their trade, but not have to spend a whole bunch of time and energy becoming a sales and marketing expert. Now, I, I think every entrepreneur has to be uh, sales oriented and they've got to be, um, you know, the most successful people tend to have a sales mindset. But I'm just excited about that. So that's kind of one thing. Um, The other thing, too, is, you know, I mentioned this kind of approach with employees. We have a we have we're approaching about 500 employees at Infusionsoft. And I just feel it's great to hear you say what you just said about the company and the experience that you've had with the people that are here. And we've been very intentional about hiring people that are either they either own their own companies in the past or they maybe their parents did or they've worked in small companies um, and at a very bare minimum we only hire people that have a passion for helping small businesses succeed and so that's what you feel you feel these people who care about your business and they want that business to succeed and you know there's a lot of people a lot of other companies and corporations in the world that kind of give lip service to that oh yeah we help small businesses but in reality you know, Verizon, the, the, the small business division of Verizon, and I don't, I'm not picking on them for any particular reason, but there's no way that they're going to really understand what it's like to be a small business owner. So I just, I feel so excited and lucky and blessed that we have this army of small business sales and marketing experts that can be out there and help people. You know, and we have, when people join Infusionsoft, we actually assign them with a consultant one-on-one who will work with them to establish the most important strategies, get them off the ground using those campaign templates that we have. And, you know, for me, this is just a dream come true because we've had when we started the company, we were dealing with a little more advanced, kind of the marketing minded business owners. And they could they would go out and they would they would put in place the marketing they kind of do the hard work to figure out the marketing campaigns. And we've just for a long time we've said, man, we gotta make this easier for people. We gotta, you know We don't want people to have to come in and have this kind of blank canvas that they have to go paint on. We want them to come in with everything kind of already set up and they can make tweaks to it. So you combine, you know, combine these formulas and templates that work with somebody that can be right there for the small business owner. And it's just exciting. It's just, I I don't know. I I wish we had that when we were starting our company and maybe we would have avoided some of those postcard campaigns.
0: So Scott, you have so many exciting things on the horizon at Infusionsoft that I'm excited to be a part of personally. What's one thing that you have as a vision for the future that does just really excite you right now?
1: So I talked to you about a couple of those things just a second ago with the idea that uh, a business owner can come and have a figured out formula and a partner. So that that is really exciting for me right now. And I also think that I just think the internet is is sort of changing everything for small business owners. Earlier in the last twelve months or so, we acquired a company called Grow Social and they're they're they've done a great job tackling a challenge that small business owners have, which is how do I use social media, you know, this new kind of different thing to grow my business? You know, I can go kind of get fans and do that kind of stuff, but how do I actually turn those into leads and um, and so we bought them because they've they've got some awesome tools and resources that allow people to do that. They you know they can make make a small business owner's Facebook page just look awesome, first of all. And they have some really cool tools that let business owners use um, you know the social media platform platforms, whether that's Facebook or Twitter, and you know launch campaigns that will help them to generate leads. And so that's just I don't know that's really exciting for me. This is a totally different type of thing, but we had Goldman Sachs just invested $54 million in our company, and that was exciting for us. I mean, we were excited about the opportunity to grow, but for me, what's really exciting kind of at the the macro level is validation that we're seeing all over the place about the small business market. And people are waking, I mean, we've kind of been here all along and realizing this, but there are a lot of other people that are waking up and saying, yeah, man, small business owners, they need help. And I think the question is, how do you find vendors and, and providers of technology and solutions that actually understand the small business owners? So I feel excited, you know, and I think you're another example of somebody who's really there getting the, the fact that these, that small business owners and entrepreneurs need help. And I just love the validation, you know, I love that the market is waking up and saying, yeah, we need to do better at providing solutions to the small business community. And, you know, it's not just that they need the same thing that a big company needs, but we just need to dumb it down a little bit. No, they actually need an even more powerful and more simple set of tools and resources so that they can be successful. You know, they don't, this isn't like, a big corporation where you have a marketing manager who that's all that they do. They wake up and they try to figure out the marketing challenge. You know, the entrepreneur, they've got seven hats on and six fires going on in the background. And you know what I mean? And they, they need they need more help than uh, than this mid sized company or large company marketing manager for sure.
0: I could not agree with you more. I love this inflection point that small business owners are at right now and I could not be more excited to see where the next couple of years take this and take our economy as a whole. And I love this topic, but we're going to have to break in for a quick second to thank our sponsors. I love going to conferences. Not only do I get to meet others in my industry, I also get to meet members of Fire Nation who tune in and listen to Entrepreneur on Fire every day. Now that's special. In fact, I met eight members from my elite mastermind group at a recent conference, all whom I've previously only communicated with online. I learned over the past year that the connections that you make in person are priceless. But traveling can be tough. I was away from my recording studio for two weeks, including my main computer, an Apple desktop. That's obviously not making the trip with me. But thanks to Carbonite, I was able to leave my recording studio and my desktop computer, and still run my business extremely efficiently. Because with Carbonite, I can seamlessly access all my files from any of my devices. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE. You'll get two months free if you decide to buy. That's Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. Whenever I hear someone talking about their frustrations over working with a single designer who just doesn't get their vision, I always ask, did you know that 99designs is the number one marketplace for crowdsourced graphic design? When they ask why, this is what I say. In addition to having dozens of designers working on your project instead of just one, you can rest assured knowing that 99designs has world-class customer support available 24-7 over the phone, via email, and chat. Not enough? They also offer a 100% money-back guarantee. So whether you're looking for your next logo design, a new web design, digital marketing collateral, apparel design, mobile app design, or print collateral design, 99designs has over 210,000 designers standing by worldwide waiting just for you. You can start your next graphic design project for as low as 199 and get a $99 power pack of services for free today by going to 99designs.com slash fire. Scott, this is actually a great segue to my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning round because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us. Fire Nation style with amazing and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: No pressure. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Permission. You know, somebody one time said, "Hey, you know, nobody's going to write you a permission slip, buddy. You got to go out and take it." And I think, um, I think that's something that a lot of people are waiting for. You know, and that that's the reality. When you're going to be an entrepreneur, you've got to have the emotional fortitude and the the independence to go out and say, all right, the time has come. Let's do this.
0: Love it. What is the best advice, Scott, you've ever received?
1: I actually learned this from Clay, my business partner. He stood up one time. We were doing a training for, we we do a thing called the Elite Forum, which is teaching businesses who are at about a million dollars how to get to $10 million. And he stood up and he said, gentlemen and ladies, leadership is an exercise in relinquishing control. And I just think that's fascinating. I think if more business owners understood that, they would be less, apt, they'd be less apt to go and try to set up the entire business so that it rests on their shoulders and they would hire better and find people that can take this, this skill and this product and the service that they've created and they can replicate it out there. And, uh, you know, it doesn't always start that way. Um, but I think if, you, if people come from that place, I think they will be much more successful.
0: And Scott, what is one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams?
1: So we've taught for the last several years in in trying to teach small businesses sales and marketing best practices. We've created a framework we call lifecycle marketing. And this is, none of the concepts in their own are new, but it's it's a new way for most small business owners to think about their sales and marketing. It's an entire framework that starts at the time that you attract interest in a, your, your, in your pro, that you get your prospects interested in you all the way through the process that you go to get them to buy and to become a great customer who comes back for more and ends up being uh, someone who sends you referrals. And, and I just think we have a, I did a workshop, an online workshop. And if you're open to it, John, I'd love to have your list give your listeners a URL that they can go to
0: Absolutely. And this will be right in the show notes page at com slash Scott Martineau. So take it away.
1: Oh, great. All right. And so this is a workshop. Here, I'll give you the URL. So it's com slash LCM. That's lifecycle marketing, LCM 826. So bit.ly.com slash LCM 826. Got it. And I I would recommend that uh, every business owner, and if you're just thinking about starting the business and you're trying to build your sales and marketing plan, you need to be thinking in this way, but go and take, take the time, download the planner and go have a, have a real serious audit about your sales and marketing program and find out if there may be gaps where there's opportunity sitting on the table for you. That's what I find is that most business plans and businesses have opportunities slipping through the cracks all over the place, but they're not quite sure how to put their finger on it. And so I'd recommend kind of a little honest self-audit about where you are. And uh, the goal in that workshop is to help you identify the biggest opportunity to go focus on. You know, you don't don't walk away with 18 things. Find the number one thing, go attack that, and then you can focus on something else later.
0: Perfect. So bit.ly.com slash lcm eight two six. And Fire Nation, it'll be there at com slash Scott Martineau. So, Scott, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: Made to Stick.
0: Chip and Dan Heath.
1: Yeah, that's a great book. I feel like, you know, not only does that help with sales and marketing and creating sticky ideas there, it's all about how do you take your ideas and make them sticky enough that they travel. And as a business owner, you've got you to be on your game all the time and... uh Another one, by the way, I know you said just one, but there's one <laughs> called Banker to the Poor by Muhammad Yunus. And that's a fascinating story about he He basically is the creator of microfinancing. And, you know, he's in Bangladesh watching. He's an economist, he te- a teacher, professor. And he, wa- he walks out and sees these people dying on the street and says, man, if we can't figure out this, why am I teaching it? And he went to kind of destroy poverty and created this microfinancing financing uh, model, which is very, it's much more popular today. But it's its a fascinating story about how he just wouldn't accept no. And he just kept iterating and going. I think its it was very inspiring for me to read.
0: Love that. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. And both of these books are available at eofirebook.com for free. It's a gift from Audible. So check it out at eofirebook.com. And Scott, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky, so take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: For me, the first thing I would do is probably get myself established and create, you know, look, look to create and establish my personal relationships. I think that for me is one of the most important things. And, uh, you know, I think that building a business and going and creating wealth and doing all that stuff can come with time. But I feel like if that becomes the focus and, um, everything else exists, you know, to serve that, then life just sucks, man. I think, I think it's more about, creating the right relationships and establishing the right balance in our lives and making sure that the things that are most important to us are, you know, exist in that space of importance. So I would, uh, you know, in the first seven days I would be out making connections. I'd get a place to live. I might sell the laptop so I could pay for rent, you know, and I think I would take it easy knowing that, you know, the, the, I feel like I have the sales and marketing experience to go build a company and do that quickly when the time was right. But I'd want to get things established first. And I think starting with nothing, I'd want to start there.
0: Scott, I love that answer. It came from the heart. That's what we ask. And I really enjoyed hearing your journey because the stories that you share are truly inspiring. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you or your company. And then we'll say goodbye.
1: My uh, parting advice is, Go out and do something amazing. Michael Gerber, who's the author of The E-Myth, he, he taught me something that I think is really important. He said, most companies fail because their dream is too small, uh, not because their dream is too big. And, and you know, having a big dream and going out and doing something awesome is what can carry us through all the challenges that come with starting a business. So dream big and go out and attack it and do something amazing. And if anybody wants to learn more about Infusionsoft and how we can serve you and partner to help your business grow... Um you can go to infusionsoft.com and we've got lots of resources there. You're welcome to take a look at what our software can do. You can go to the learn section and we've got lots of helpful resources there. And then like we said earlier, if you want to go to the lifecycle marketing workshop, you can go to bit.ly.com slash lcm eight two six.
0: Love it. And Scott, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about today at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab. You are hanging out in the archives. And thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to create your podcast. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to grow your audience podcastersparadise.com learn to get great guests podcastersparadise.com learn to monetize podcastersparadise.com engage with other podcasters podcastersparadise.com access private webinars with today's top experts podcastersparadise.com get the picture